for all the da, boys da, and girls. Da, da, da. All right. Okay, I did save the show now. This Let's, time I was really, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck you. Becky Sanders saved Turtle Cow. <laughs> that is the title of this episode. Uh, we, when we post it, it will be Becky Sanders. Sanders saved this episode. Oh, that's, that's, Thank that's you, Becky it. Sanders. Um, turtle Calm, Turtle Calm, replace my rage with your calm. Take me back where I belong, back when my life had hope. Alex and Tim lend their voice to Old Splinter and the boys. Tell us tales of turtle toys and Pat Fraley's quips and quotes. Cover me with toxic goes. I've got nothing left to lose. Give me Bebop, keep the booze, cause he's my favorite swine. Turtle cum, turtle cum, two kilos of turtle cum. If you teach me what I want, then April could be mine. Greetings, TurtleCom listeners. Let's all go to tech service. Let's all go to tech service. <laughs> Let's all go to tech service. Let Becky fix our show. That's me. <laughs> We're back in the studio. Uh, and uh, courtesy also of Becky Sanders. Well, actually, really is courtesy of IT crowd. Via Becky Sanders. <laughs> the computer has not been working for about 40 minutes, so this is going to be a truncated episode. We're not even really going to do comments and corrections. You're going to get a hot dose. A hot dose of turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> In a compact form. It's basically a suppository. So enjoy it. <laughs> if you're listening to us, thank God for you. Yeah, we t- you. Coming back to TurtleCon with us after such a long break. Uh, an extended hiatus. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, and we're going to do this. We've, we've already talked about this on a previous episode's intro, but uh, we are back now recording new content. Brand new stuff all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Putting about as much effort into it as we possibly want to. Yes. As our girlfriends will allow us. Yes. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're alone and you're sad and this is your only joy in life, start recording your own Ninja Turtles podcast and you will get girlfriends. Right. That's the one thing that I've learned. If, I, if you do a podcast for a little over two years, you will get a girlfriend. girlfriend. No matter what the content's about. It might happen sooner, but if you... You do a podcast. For you two stick years, with it. You're gonna get a girlfriend. <laughs> Probably all that you know, real sassy comments from Rob Paulson, <laughs> expanding your attitude for I mean, ladies. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I have time for a girlfriend, so I guess uh, podcasts no. out for me. No, You'd no. Be surprised what with you can make with all for. the dating of men, I just don't have <laughs> enough room for a woman in my life. Well, if you do this podcast long enough, you're not gonna have a choice, <laughs> Becky. Yeah. It's, well, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be something that's just kind of administered to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yes, Becky Sanders is with us in the Woo! studio. Oh, hey. <laughs> Back with us again. She's our 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 north, no, was it shining star that the three wise men of turtle calmness yes. went to? There's only yeah. two wise men and she's a star, but the, the two wise men? Oh, oh, well, I you see. You and me. I guess I know everybody's like gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah, yeah. So we always sing. There's three wise men, but you know one of them could have had that. There could have been thirty wise men. I think yeah. the two are, you know, Bebop and Rocksteady, the two wise men, right? Um, it just seems like in, a, in an alternate universe, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They could they could be super hy- hyper yeah. smart. I mean, that's the one thing about brilliant mut- fools. Right. Mutation just did not give them the benefit of uh, intelligence, like it did other creatures. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess because they were morons. 
Moving forward, we're going to go straight into the episode today. We would comment more about uh, other things. I had a whole list of things that I was going to rattle off about. Things that have happened in the time that we've like since our last recording. I had all sorts of like headlines and titles, all the places I've been. Not not important now. Not important now. (laughs) Uh, I will say this from last episode, uh, Katie's comment about Jim Cotta. It was a uh, an old '80s action flick where they, the starring character combines gymnastics with uh, ninja kung fu or something like that. Mm-hmm. I saw the preview this morning. It is gold. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, that was a promo for me. Uh, episode <laughs> we're going to episode three hundred two, Turtles on Trial by Michael Reeves. Oh, our favorite writer. Uh, this episode originally aired on September 27th, 1989. Uh, we open with the turtles watching wrestling and eating popcorn. So this is the second episode in a row where they've opened an episode with the turtles watching TV. Because mm-hmm. last time it was what? Like that uh, sci-fi special? Yeah, it was like space? Godzilla ripoff or something. Yeah, yeah. Like the space turtle. Yes. Being born or something. Yeah. I do remember that now. Uh, yeah, I do have a pretty good memory. Eight months later, I could still recall that bullshit. Ralph comes up with popcorn, and they're all excited mm. to watch. That popcorn looked like a tub of butter akin to something I've seen at Roscoe's. Do you ever been to Roscoe's and notice how they like dip out their butter? It's from a gigantic vat of butter that just sits out. Oh. oh. Food for thought. <laughs> Literal food for thought. Mm. It looks like ice cream, but then you turn and you're like, that's not ice cream. They wouldn't leave ice cream sitting out. Ice cream can't sit Oh, out. I thought it's it was like liquid butter. Negative Ghost Rider. There are piles of, like... A big dish that is just like ice cream looks, scoops of butter. Yeah, and it's big and round, just like that, like that kind of like Ugh. unable to distinguish. So you thought butter. Ralph was being a fatty, fatty, fat, fat, eating just, a, just a bowl of butter of Roscoe's butter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, some people eat popcorn in a way that is basically that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's mostly air. <laughs> I imagine if you ate that bowl, you would die within twenty-four hours. Uh. But Michael, the guys are really excited to watch wrestling. I can't think of a better way to relax than by watching wrestling. Yeah, you said it. The terrible turtle knows all the right moves. And Raph comes in with like, oh, that's like way... No, not Raph comes in. Mikey Mm -hmm. comes in saying like, oh, that's so boring. Let's watch Jerry Springer political talk shows. There are a list of other like... Because it's a daytime talk show, I'm assuming. That's what I thought. Right, right. And I don't know at what, what point Springer kind of debuted. He was actually in politics before he ended up... I know, of all people. Wow. Jerry Springer was in politics before he ended up in like TV hosting. Hmm. Um, Explains the mudslinging, I guess. hey oh. um, <laughs> But there were other popular daytime talk shows of the time, like uh, Maury Povich, Phil Donahue, uh, Richard Bay, and other stuff like that, Ricky Lake, and all that. But I wonder what they were like trying to... like. Like spoof because there had to be one specific one, and maybe it was Springer. I don't know what. Like I said, I don't know. What I thing. feel like it was a merger of like a, a crossfire, like political chat show, mm-hmm. and Jerry Springer because okay. that audience was totally yeah. a Springer audience. Yeah, yeah. And that that uh, that like dr- that synthesized drum for sure read Jerry Springer <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's time for our trial with Kaleido Kellerman. 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 Uh, and I think he had a unibrow. Clayton Kellerman, the host of uh, On Trial, the fake show. He reminded me uh, of a blend between Barney 
And the guy who ran Itchy and Scratchy from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Barney, uh, not Barney Rubble, but Barney from The Simpsons and the guy who... You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he looked like an animated version of something in between there. Sure. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was... Yeah, I can see that. With the sort of the drunken wrinkles of Barney. I wrote down here, somehow the host of the show knows about the turtles and is turning the, the spotlight on them. And also April is there. <laughs> she <Right>. just... <laughs> <laughs> like they they they're listening to Kellerman like talk about the evils of the Ninja Turtles as though he was basically Burn Thompson's like you know lackey or her suck up mm-hmm. uh and then all of a sudden April appears with a box full of creepy bald caucasian death masks here these ought to make you feel better <laughs> Where'd you get these? At Freddy's garage sale? I had wardrobe make them up. Try them on. These are the worst. Yeah, those are pretty creepy. The, yeah. With their unblinking eyes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like latex manufacturers go through all, like, they mold and sculpt, like, these terrifying masks every year for Halloween, trying to outdo themselves. But the most terrifying thing I've ever seen was that. And uh, it actually comes back, I realized, I was like, oh, that's when they introduced this? We'll see that again in a later episode called Pizza by the Shred. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the, I think it's Mikey goes to the top uh, alone wearing just that stupid fucking mask, uh, and it was terrifying. And I was like, "That's so weird." But now, I now that I've seen this, I was like, "Oh, that's like a little runner that they have throughout this season." I think. Oh yeah, they have those masks running at least through this season, if not for the rest of the show, uh, to hide themselves as being turtles in public, so- or just resembling one of the three. Three Stooges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, four, I, four identical brothers. Right. The creepy stooge of the monastery. Like creepy monk <laughs> monk I mean, stooges. It's com- there's not a stitch of, fa- of hair on that, that entire latex. No. I mean, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> April was like, I had wardrobe produce these. First of all, there's a fallacy there because yeah. it would never, like, wardrobe is not making a latex mask. That's it's like ridiculous. a creature shop thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she would have had to pull in so many sexual favors to get that thing done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> April seems like she's up to it, if I'm honest. Like, she's... Girl's got swag. I'm just saying. Uh. Um, I have to do this tangent for one second. Okay. We'll post it in here. We'll intercut it. Uh, I watched this week a clip of the turtles appearing on Oprah around Ooh. the time... Have you seen this thing? No, but I've seen them do public appearances before. Even with one, I think was David Hasselhoff. Or this no. was a part of. It was a promo for their Out of Their Shells tour, which I referenced right. earlier mm-hmm. in our discussion before we got on mic. Um, and <laughs> there's this amazing clip, and we'll just, I've already posted it to Turtlecom's Facebook page, so you can find it there. Ooh. But they talk about an interspecies relationship, <laughs> and. Oprah's like, so it's not happening, and April says nothing, but, like, the turtles are all yuck-yuck, and, and, like, Raphael gets up and, like, does a little thing or whatever and, like, sits back down. He's like, we've talked about it, but April could never cut it because she could never hold her breath. Guys, let me ask you this. Do you sometimes wish that April was a turtle? Whoa, oh, definitely. Conceptually, that works for me. You know, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Where you going? Oprah. Man, I cracked myself up. <laughs> Oprah, I've been okay. trying to talk her into an interspecies relationship for months now. Whoa, whoa, Wait, Chill, man. And she won't do it. She huh? can't no, hold her breath. No, long. she can't do it. The biggest problem is she can't hold her breath long enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It's like this. 
it, that sexual innuendo of like fellatio is just hovering right there. Oh. Wow. And then they cut to a kid, and the kid's reaction is when something. <laughs> 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 so check it out. It's on the Facebook page Oprah and Turtles. It's like the most awkward moment uh, I've ever seen in turtle history. I'm going to say again I think April could hold her breath on her. <laughs> I think that girl. I think she's she's. Uh, I think she's got a lot going for her. <laughs> I kind of want to wait till Oprah's like on her deathbed, and then just go to her, you know, with that clip. And it's yeah. like oh, the entire body of work you've done. This is what you'll be remembered for. <laughs> <laughs> and just let that take her on to the to the afterlife. Yes. <laughs> like a cold man. Your, all of your philanthropy, all of your giving, and you know, all the cars you ever. Uh, bestowed upon people this is it <laughs> this is what we boil you down to um, I do want to say thank you for wearing your yellow today it's Becky. my pleasure yeah um, gotta support you're, ch- you're channeling your inner April today instead of your inner Irma I mean I'm always channeling my inner Irma like <laughs> channeling my inner April is like a special occasion mm-hmm. <laughs> you did not have to but I'm glad you did <laughs> Uh, we're having another set of technical difficulties, so this will be edited out. <laughs> I'd like to describe Tim's belt uh, on his butt that is currently in my face. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> Stupid fridge. Uh, you know, were, the turtles were all on there. It was cool. Yes. It, was, it was nice. <laughs> that was it like it was an athletic endeavor. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, I pinched my, the nerves in my neck. Oh, snizzles. It's alright. <laughs> so, the turtles beat you again, Shredder. And you call yourself a supervillain? Super collapse is more like it. Don't cool down. Cool down? Look at that thermometer. If we had the solar midnight you were sent to the surface to steal, we could use it to power the refrigeration units. But did you get any? No! Krang berates Shredder for not getting the solar benite. I'm that's what it sounded like he said. He needs to power the refrigeration units to escape the center to the center of the Earth while he was on the surface. Shredder returns his accusations around and challenges Krang to go to the surface. Just basic plot going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, oh, solar benite, yeah, thing. Somehow that charges your... your. It sounds like something out of a Metroid game. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think the mentality is they've drilled themselves down like five miles below the surface, mm-hmm. and so the ground's all lava around them, so they're going to use that to cool it and bore their way back up. I feel like that is incorrect in the geological yeah. realm of what, You don't believe in lava? No, I believe in lava. I just don't believe it's only five miles believe the Earth's crust is. Because <laughs> yeah. if it's that close to us, we would all be very hot. Mm. Well, some of us are. And maybe that's what global warming is. Let me talk to Republicans. They seem to have a good idea. <laughs> they have a good handle on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The turtles, meanwhile, are eating at a pizzeria in their new rubbery masks, whipping open their mouths to shove pizza into their gullets. Uh-huh. Hey, these masks are really cool, April. You can even eat pizza in them. I'm glad you like them, guys. Uh-oh. Trouble! And at that moment, and they're enjoying their anonymity, but then a bunch of robbers in snowwear... Hooligans. Yes, they rob a store across the street... Turtles rip off their clothes and masks and uh, run after them, uh, weapons ablazing. Now check out these chucks! Yeah! 
looks like another victory for the forces of good. Don't you mean the forces of green? And they go to stop the robbers, only to be attacked by a bunch of white, trashy New Yorkers, I guess. Get out of town, turtles! Killing its right! You know Just a and mob that, of people that were yelling at them. A bunch of vigilante vigilantes uh, <laughs> taking out band of band of townsfolk. Taking out vigilantes. Did they all, like, come out of one car or something? <laughs> there like, they are! <laughs> 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 just felt like they just showed up and like all piled out of one car like a clown. Like maybe situation. maybe they were doing this. They got out of a taping of Kellerman's show and they're like turtles. <laughs> what were they going to do if they got them? Was like my question. Also, like that one lady they were seemed chasing to be ready them. to like make some kill them, fricassee turtle soup. Mm. But like, if they were that, if they were that hot to like to to get some turtle flesh, it was like, mob the, mentality. But then, <laughs> but then like the manhole was what they were like. Oh, manhole, <laughs> not going down there. I don't know. Oh, when they drop down, there, yeah. yeah. From like, what I understand of New York City, most of it is just a cloud of urine. So why would you want to go down to the actual sewer? Yeah, I would never. I, I had the joy of spending two weeks in New York, and there it, there are parts that are dirty. So is L.A. I mean, I'm not discounting sure. where we live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm... Listen, I don't want to climb down a manhole or a woman hole in Los Angeles, but I person also hole, a person hole. I don't want to climb down a person like, hole. Where you find a woman hole? But like, if I'm, you know, if I'm all hopped up and like gonna chase down some Ninja Turtles, like I don't think a a, a person hole is gonna stop me. If I got a good, healthy mob mentality, bloodlust going. <laughs> A little sewer hole is not going to keep me from you can from wash that off with tomato juice. Thank you. <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady start watching cartoons and watch a promo for the Turtles' debut. This inspires Krang, who plots their destruction. Uh, they're they're watching a, some Smurfs knockoff. Right, I wrote really... that down. It, it's like somewhere between <laughs> like a Smurf and a Fraggle, somewhere in there. Oh, oh boy, it's the Smurfs, my favorite. <laughs> Pretty good reception for being five miles underground. I think they call them the Slurfs. Just, <laughs> uh, and and Krang is just like, oh, was it? What's his name? Pat Fraley is just having like a field day with like his aside jokes this this episode. Yeah, they wrote a bunch for him to do this. He's just like, huh? I wouldn't expect you guys to get reception five miles below the surface of the Earth. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I liked my favorite part of this portion um, was when well I, I guess you didn't really did you get to that part yet maybe not well the very next part yeah, yeah. where they're at April back at Channel 6 yeah and they're having the big debate about I was like oh they wanted to come on the show but they only wanted to do it in the basement because they're afraid of the crowd mm-hmm. uh, and then she has an aside to Irma which was my favorite part of that always story. yes always <laughs> I mean they very nearly almost got near passing a Bechdel test let me just tell you because they <laughs> talked to each other for like two words before Irma swooned over the male turtles I'd better go. I've got to help them get ready for the show. I can't wait to see the turtles again. Imagine the turtles as media superstars. I wonder if I can get their autographs. I, I wonder if they'll still talk to me. Yeah, it was so. I mean, it was within their grasp. Nah, <laughs> Tripped at the finish line. Yeah. Uh, Irma, she has so much room for growth. That's why she's a character we can all relate to. Yeah, right. I feel this was growth as a character, not necessarily as a human being, uh, because it shows a new. Level a new low for Irma, where her, she imagines other people's success as a measure of her worth. 
Right. She is am- these turtles still like me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, she's not swooning just over the turtles. She's swooning over the fact that the turtles become superstars, and she gets to still be friends with them. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> not that... <laughs> you know... She doesn't I, imagine I, being a superstar <laughs> herself. I love you, girl. You gotta get a grip here. <laughs> it's my heart. My heart goes right to you. I I also liked in this section that uh, that April says like you know oh it shows at seven thirty but we gotta make it there early to which Daleks um, had uproarious laughter at the idea of punctuality. <laughs> I, I mean, I, my laugh was multifaceted, mm. um, but yeah, it was just like yes, I know. Uh, Thirty minutes you guys, late. I was 25 minutes late today. Uh, I'm also the asshole who brought donuts, so... Mm. Yeah, that? Um, we liked it. No, I, I blame FedEx, Kinko's. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you guys out. What? What? Gosh. Uh, but no, just the idea of, like... Because they tell you when you go to, like, an audience taping, mm. like, arrive early, and I was like, oh my gosh. It's like it's like they knew, and they were just trying to, like, wink at that, too. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's like, huh? Huh? Yeah, it's like, we gotta uh. get there three hours early. <laughs> Oh, for Colbert, gosh. which was actually not bad. I saw him on the second week of his new show. Nice. Yeah, it was Monday. It was the first day of his second week of his new show. Nice. Uh, when I was in New York. But yeah, you got to get there like freaking, you know. So it's a whole day event. Yeah, it's a whole day event. And then I'm starving by the time I'm done. I'm sitting next to two people that could be my parents but are not. I'm like, oh, I hope he doesn't come into the audience. Because like, who are you sitting next to? They're like, I don't know. I'm here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there with your, your oh. hat and your sunglasses looking like the Unabomber. Right. That is <laughs> so Irma of you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he talks to me. Yeah. Still here, Krang? I thought you'd have the turtles defeated by now. Soon, Shredder. Now that I've found the perfect weapon. This is a prototype for a new military weapon, and it's stored in the same warehouse as the Solar Benite. With this, I'll be able to destroy the turtles once and for all. Crane <laughs> comes up with a plan to steal some ATSD battle drone. Okay, I gotta inter- I gotta intervene for just a second here because I where I I somewhat agree with you. Actually, what I think it more closely resembles is the device constructed. Uh, in Robocop, Robocop two uh, that has yeah it was Robocop two that has the dinosaur sounds yeah uh, when you go back and listen to it 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 is somewhere in between the two of those but I think it more closely rips off the Robocop, Robocop two <laughs> which would make sense because last season they had that whole Rex one yep. thing yep. Robocop also it kind of resembled that thing that Shredder is in in Turtles in Time before the turtles are sent through the portal into different time you know remember what oh in the game yeah 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 Not but I don't know if that was just coincidental or Whatever. Huh. Probably. Mm. I think they knew their Star Wars reference, though. I think mm-hmm. like. I think they're well. they're always merging sci-fi because I think Rex One is a full robot instead of a human, human robot software. that yeah. RoboCop is. Sure. So it was, he was somewhere between Terminator and RoboCop. Yeah. Also, uh, I think it was a missed opportunity for a toy that they could have shilled out to like. I think they had they made the uh, the prototype version of Krang that where he's in that robot mech. Oh, the what? No, like the little bubble, right? That came with the Krang toy. Yeah, yeah. There was that one. There was the full-bodied one. But I thought that they made that part, that particular weapon he eventually attacks the turtles with. Really? Yeah. 
Oh man! All right, mm. research. Uh, Starred Mark. Got to do that. Come and correct that later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Crank sets up his plan and makes a funny calling Rock City and Bebop yo-yos. Prepare to return to the surface. Oh man, that's all we ever do is go up and down, up and down. It sounds like the perfect assignment for a couple of yo-yos. Oh, Pat. Uh, <laughs> Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady burrow up through the Natural History Museum to be a, basically a distraction to allow Krang to steal the stuff he wants to steal. Oh, yeah, this, is, this is where we see Krang in that bubble for the first time, I think, in the entire animated series. Oh, no, no, no. He was in before he... They, he was making his body in the first season. No, because he was on that tripod. He wasn't in... Oh, you're right. He wasn't in this, like, two-footed bubble. Mini, mini one of that, yeah. Yet, this is what was released as an action figure toy. True. Long before this episode ever aired, but this hmm. is the first time we've ever seen that like bipedal sort of like dome bubble thing. Hmm. At least to my knowledge. To my, yeah, to my recollection, you're probably right. Uh, what is? Well, I'm wondering to myself. What does Splinter do after he alerts the turtles that uh, Shredder and Bebop have in Rocksteady have all attacked the museum? Yes, Master Splinter. There are reports of strange creatures in the Natural History Museum, Leonardo. We'll check it out, Sensei. He just calls them up while they're on their cheap skates, going to the interview, and then he's just like, "Oh, they're attacking the museum." And then he's just like, "Hmm. Well, better look at internet porn." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what's going on with him. Like, he's probably like, back to meditation. Yeah, that's meditation. There is you my go. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> meditating on. Yeah. <laughs> the pleasures of lady rats. Yes, yes. Or, or even something more useless, like better start making another card castle. But <laughs> <laughs> this playing. I feel like they'd be very tranquil. Like that's not a bad way to meditate. Or like, maybe he has. I did this last night for the first time. Maybe he's like a sound healing, and he just goes into a sound bath. Mm. Like, sure. Has a guru come over and do. Anyway, I did that last night. It was crazy, but it was great. My whole body was like tingling, like I was being shocked by a nine volt battery. It was awesome. Whoa. Just by sound. It was crazy. Huh. <laughs> <I'm sure>. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, like, uh, stuff. <laughs> Turtles gain some bloodlust when Bebop and Rocksteady attack the amphibian exhibit, which I wrote down here. No wonder I couldn't tell the difference between reptiles and amphibians, and I think it's purely because of the writers on this show. <laughs> you say your brand lizard face. That's turtle face to you. Because they're always saying, you wretched reptiles, or you, you know, acrid amphibians, or, you know, like, they're always trying to do some sort of alliteration. Well, yeah, but that's because they're being insulting. Like, they're being, like, all you (laughs) amphibians slash reptiles look the same. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so it's a racism. It's totally a racism. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of important, important ground being covered. But yeah, like as a kid, like I, I was just like, no, they're amphibians, no, they're reptiles. I don't know anymore. I don't know. Dad. Well, it's made extra hard because the whole turtle tortoise situation. Yeah. Turtles, by nature, are amphibious because they live in water. Tortoise yeah. is a land, a terrestrial being, yes, a terrestrial creature. But both are still reptiles. Both are still reptiles. That's why it does get kind of murky. Yes, the water literally gets murky. I don't know. <laughs> Racist. Manta. Meanwhile, Krang and some rock soldiers uh, bust into a lab and steal the solar banite before throwing him into the military prototype, is what they call it. He doesn't have a, a more specific name than that. 
which I found funny is this solar bennite that he's been, you know, griping about all episode is on the bottom shelf of a bookcase <laughs> in some dusty old warehouse. Like they didn't even want it to begin with. So I was like, oh, phew, yeah, we, we got to get another case of that later. We're down to like a couple of bottles, but we don't use it that often. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and that's what he's freaking out about. It's a little, yeah, it's at, it's at, uh, ganglion reach for him <laughs> to, to get. <laughs> and then he has his rock soldiers just fling him up into this robot body. And a one, and a two. <laughs> There's nothing like the smell of a new robot interior. <laughs> like, total, I was like, I guess that would be the easiest way to get him up there, but, mm. I mean, <laughs> if I were a leader of a rock army and that's how they were treating me, mm, crushed. You would command a little bit more respect. Oh, I would yeah. command yeah. A, a decent amount more respect. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady find weapons in the weapons exhibit, I guess, <laughs> at the museum. They get a net, a chain spike ball, I don't know what that's called, a shield, it's suit of morning, armor. Oh, the morning... The morning star? Morning star, yes, because a mace has the ball connected to the yes. stick. Yes. There you go. Morning star. And cannonballs. Those are the weapons we see. And Raphael uses Link's mirror shield from Link to the Past uh-huh. to <laughs> scare Bebop with his own reflection. Yes. He sees a monster <laughs> and runs away. Aww. Yeah. Uh. I feel like Bebop and Irma could have a nice, like, cup of tea together and talk oh. about the image. Mm. Would, would oh, you totally. Uh, go to tea with me? Are you talking to me? Oh, wow. I mean, uh, uh, Yes. Oh, wow. That's so nice. Let me check my sweater. I'll help you with that. <laughs> wow, this is this is hot. Uh, I apologize, Barry Gordon, for doing... Oh, I just drank your coffee. <laughs> for not doing your voice justice. <laughs> I feel like this is a date that would be set up, like, after, like, April stayed over at Shreds, because you know they're having a flame. Uh, and, she, and she's having breakfast Crank with Rocksteady, and uh, she realizes, like, wow, you're just as, you have the same issues as Irma. i got to set you two up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, why is Vernon outside the museum? There, in the window, it's the turtles! Because while they're having this fight inside the museum, you see... Vernon with like a, a camera or something just outside the museum, even though he's supposed to be there for the taping of the Kellerman episode. Right. He's just outside the museum alerting them, hey, you know, these turtles are destroying the museum. <laughs> so that we could have the amazing line. And that means huge ratings. Yes. I, you know, like a. Wait, Vernon or Burn was there? They both were. Vernon was there. Okay. Vernon was back at Channel 6. But right. they were like communicating. They were, so. yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was alerting burn to it. And then Burn's look on his face right after he says that is like this post-coital sort of like, mmm. Ratings. Ratings. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just got some in my brain over ratings. That's that's interesting, yeah. His dopamine receptors just flood (laughs) for ratings. (laughs) I think we learned a little something about Burn Thompson in that scene. Also, Mikey mentioned something that I didn't even think was was a thing uh, until like the late 90s early 2000s uh, with Adidas pants but he's like in a suit of armor that's falling apart he's like whoa medieval breakaway threads whoa what a concept medieval breakaway threads yeah <laughs> and I was like wait how early did like breakaway 
pants and clothes come into Is that a stripper reference? I was like so confused. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, like the basketball one, you know? Yeah, but this is 87. Well, this is 89. 89, I'm sorry. Right, right. Two years. Plenty of room. No, no, listen. uh, 89, that's a good vintage of things, so I'm really attached to that year. Uh, (laughs) The uh, Shredder nabs April and forces the turtles to surrender, but... Krang uh, come um, calls and says, "Like, hey, we need. I, I want to destroy them because I have my new robot body." Body. So the turtles get off scot free, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, April, though, real fast. He had your wrist. Take a women's self defense class, girl. Like that yeah. is. You should not be. That should not defeat you. Empower One yourself, wrist grab. Which to me is what says they're having a thing because she's not gonna, you know, just kick her man in the groin and then run away. Well. He's got April. I've always admired your quick grasp of a situation. But, like, you know, it's, it's leverage. She could have got, like, a wrist grab. That's, like, the first thing we teach you how to escape from. I believe in her. I think she could have yeah. done better than that. Actually, could, well, it's like, Saki, huh? Come on. Also, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think Becky could have taken it. Oh, I totally, totally could. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. All the best parts of April and Irma is Becky Sanders. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wish. Yes. Crane calls Shredder and forces... Uh, forces oh, him to let the turtles go. Yeah, but you're... Uh, the turtles make it to Kellerman's taping, and they basically get ripped a new one on, on air, but then Krang attacks the studio that Kellerman's in, thinking the turtles are there, and they have an epic fight in the streets. Krang. Maybe you'd like to try defending the Earth for a while. What? What's that? Ah! Turtles, come out and play! Krang looks like a little pug in this episode, and it made me really happy, and I, I giggled a lot, because just, he has no nose, and pugs don't have a nose, it was cute. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That's sweet. We just skipped over the uh, the other scene that Irma has, and I just want to point out that she was there. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Michelangelo, it's only a TV show. Yeah, just forget that a hundred million people will be watching you. A hundred million people? I, <laughs> Anything about what she did there? Uh, I, my exact note was, come on, Irma. <laughs> I, I long so hard every time for her to just, like, you know, just, just go for it, you know? Let those self-help books kick in. Like, go for it. But, you know, she instead she was like, what? You're only going to be watched by a ton of people. Don't be nervous. Oh, yeah. Come on, Irma. When they're in the basement. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a... Come on, Irma. You know, I'd like to think that she's like, oh... I think she's so good at cutting herself down, she doesn't realize she's doing it to everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. Or maybe, like, she is, like, this is the wrong way to go about it, Irma. But you're, like, yeah. you're trying to make yourself feel better by making other people feel bad. And that's just... That's not going to get that's, you love, Irma. No. Oh, Get you anything. Uh, <laughs> Krang blasts them a bunch in this pretty violent attack on the turtles. Definitely. Like seeing Mikey just get blasted like half a block away. Yeah, totally. yeah. Like, oh, no, like no, this no. is epic. No. But then all of a sudden, what breaks this this awesome, almost realistic, like you know, <laughs> physics of like I know where this is going. Uh, Leonardo just hucks his sword at the robot's um, hull, I guess, and it stabs it. Nice work, Michelangelo. Here's my contribution. 
<laughs> it goes right through its metal hull. Yeah. Which yeah, is it does. theoretically the strongest part of the uh, the oh, robot. Yeah, the exterior of the, you know, military prototype. Yeah. And they basically do a maneuver that's akin to like Empire Strikes Back with you know with the rope around its legs mm-hmm. and it falls down and that's the end of Krang's assault. Get get it where it's weak, yo. <laughs> uh, he jumps into a transport module with Shredder after getting his gangling stuck in some gum. <laughs> and then... That really, lava. like, I, that grossed me out. Yeah. Like, a, like yeah. a lot more than it probably should have. Like, gangling, right? gangling, like and, they, like, and that it was stuck to gum. Yeah. Like, I don't know, because it was like, uh, like, as far as it being a brain, gross for a brain to be stuck in gum, but then also, like, where it was on his body yeah. was kind of gross, too. Yeah. Like, his brain body. I don't know. It's like the brain <laughs> stem. <laughs> Made me real squeamish. You incompetent gangling creep! Oh, my gangling is stuck in some chewy gum! Oh, you! It's really <laughs> creepy. Metaphor for wiener. Uh, um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh. The, the the next moment when they do get their they make their getaway, there's like a fraction of a second uh, image of of lava <laughs> that's bubbling up. Yes. When they jump into their uh, because if you bore down far enough, the lava just shoots straight up no. like oil <laughs> instantaneously. I get that. And then recreates the the the, the cement there essentially that oh, yeah. you bore bore through. I love that 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 device exists. <laughs> oh. Look, just tell people the truth about us. That's all we ask. I'm sorry, fellas, but I got a reputation to maintain. And I didn't get it by being Mr. Nice Guy. You mean you're going to keep on bad-mouthing us? Hey, pal, that's showbiz. <laughs> Ciao! Uh, Kellerman apologizes almost so almost apologizes for like his you know putting them on trial, but he is not going to stop attacking them on the air because of ratings. Uh, Meanwhile, they saved his life. Yes. Yeah. And then in the end, they're just like, well, at least you got the tape of us saving Kellerman and the city from Krang's attack. Sorry, guys, but my camera was total during the battle. Great. Our name is still mud in this city. Uh. But April screws up. Come on, April. <laughs> <laughs> she like, breaks the camera, and she doesn't even break the part where the the the, the tape is. No, just the lens looks like it's bent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess the 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 thing there is she probably broke it right before all the action happened, so she didn't record Jack. Oh, God, April. My ladies really let me down this episode. Also, she should be fired for that. That's the one thing that your job entails: is you report not breaking a lens, not breaking <laughs> your freaking you know camcorder. And uh, Raph has, like, the most, like, bleak, like, synopsis of this episode, which is, some days it just doesn't pay to come out of your shell. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, some days you're better off staying in bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Irma wrote the script for this show, actually, this episode. <laughs> it truly was an episode where they, they didn't come out ahead. Like, uh, or a shell. Yeah. Hey. Oh, you're welcome. Out of my shell. Final question of the day. Why was this the best episode ever made? Oh, shoot. I'll, are you, are you no, right? go. Yeah, uh, please. Uh, I, I have twofold. Um, but the one I think that's the most important is, is that this was such a cool episode for Krang because we got to see him out of the Technodrome doing stuff. Like, he's such a, like, a... I mean, he lives up to his physique by, like, being just a blob and, like, not really 
executing any sort of anything. And this time we actually saw him with some initiative. It was awesome. Uh, also, the logo for Kellerman's show, a noose. Done. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how did that get on TV? Whatever. It's a kid's show. <laughs> Trial with Kellerman, noose. <laughs> yeah, so come on here, you're going to die. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. What is that? What is that? Very ducky. It was very ducky. I, there were two like <laughs> images that really struck with me. One was that, uh, you know, they had, like, when they were in the museum, and it was the... You know, and they were looking at their ancestral mm-hmm. uh, the carvings. carvings. Yes, the of the of the mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> uh, like that was some beautiful imagery. And then later on, uh, there was this great line where they were fighting, and I forget who said it, but somebody was like, "Your history, turtles," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like." You know, like, <laughs> like guys, it's, this, is real, this is real. This is real deep, real deep. And also, of course, even though they still talked about the turtles the whole time, it was nice to see Irma and April just being friends, just uh, getting along. They, that's, uh, that's they had a moment. <laughs> they had a moment. I'd say for me, it was uh, just the fact that this is the first episode where we see those horrible masks okay. uh, that we will see for episodes and episodes and episodes. Yep. I don't know if they ever made an action figure with those like re- replaceable like the creepy masks. That, that Donnie figure that had the mask of like the like the Groucho mask that would mm. go on it, but mm. they didn't they didn't replicate this mask. This mask. <laughs> the, uh, the Wilson the... Fisk mask. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's the kingpin for our viewers mm-hmm. who don't like Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah to me it was just another one of those uh, keystone elements to it It it's just like okay there's you know the turtle com Mm -hmm. there's cheap skates cheap skates uh, splinters magical senses Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but uh, these masks to go with their trench coats really complete their facade or commentary on the human existence (laughs) they're all fat and just Monks. Look the same. Oh, yeah, all right. featureless <laughs> human beings. Human beings. Mm. <laughs> well, hey, thanks as always for listening, guys. It's been a pleasure. We're thrilled to be back at an action in your ear lobes. Uh, can I take that again? <laughs> hey, well, thanks for listening. It's been a blast. It's been, you know what, Tim? Why don't you do it? <laughs> Uh, first, let's say thank you, Becky Sanders, for coming on the show. Thanks being for having me. Bright and early. Good we morning. Always love having you. You're always our favorite. Uh, and thank you out there for listening and downloading and commenting. If you haven't, then that's something you can do that we can thank you for in the future yes. uh, on the iTunes. <laughs> that's all I really have there. Is there anything you plug? Um, Becky has some really great uh, postcards for her improv team, the show that shall not be named, and I'm, I'm stealing her plug. Okay. <laughs> Becky, take it away. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, 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 my show, my uh, it's a Harry Potter themed improv team called the show that shall not be na- na- named. <laughs> the show that shall not be named. Um, yeah, right. Um, well, so we we the last Saturday of the month at 10 p.m. We are at the Impro Theater every month, and the third Sunday at 10 p.m. We are at Nerdist. So you can Ooh. always see us then. We have a bunch of like fun, cool shows coming up as well. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, check that out. That's, it is a great show. We've both seen it. Yes, I'm a huge fan. Uh, and Becky and all of her teammates are fan-freaking-tastic. Oh, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
one more final plug. Uh, one of our faithful followers and listeners, actually, I should say, two of our faithful following listeners died. No. Okay, good. <laughs> Better than that. Come on, Irma. <laughs> Got married. In oh. Uh, and this is a shout out to both Adam and Emmy. Thank you for listening, and congratulations in matrimony. Woo! Yay! Uh, and Tim, you'll enjoy this. The wedding was on Halloween. Reception was a, mm. a costume party. They went what? as Link and Zelda. <sighs> Tim is the biggest oh. fan of the Legend of Zelda <laughs> that I have ever met. Uh, Pretty much. Played them all. <laughs> 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 uh, thank you guys for your continued support and from Tim and I both happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> marriage happy marriage oh <laughs> <laughs> thank you <Megan. laughs> have a great week everybody we'll be back soon <laughs> entire body of work you've done this is what you'll be remembered for <laughs> <laughs>